the news here on this Thursday, January 5th, 20 and 23. Then I'm going to do some Moscow murders at the end. And just my little apology from the other past episodes for being sloppy. Thanks so much for listening. Tell all your friends. You guys are cool. Listen to you. Hey, everyone. It is Thursday, January 5th, 20 and 23. Let's do some news, shall we? Yeah, the morning of... <laughs> Oh, here we go. All right, who's ready to read some headlines? Report. Prince Harry says William attacked him during row. I don't know what row is. I don't know what that is. London AP. Prince Harry alleges in a much-anticipated new memoir that his brother, Prince William, lashed out and physically attacked him during a furious argument over the brother's deteriorating relationship. The Guardian reported Thursday. Wow. The newspaper said it obtained an advanced copy of the book Spare. We've obtained an advanced copy of the book Spare. Due to be published next week. I would like to present everyone our copy of Spare. Our spare copy of Spare. I would like everyone to know that we have an advanced copy. We have two advanced copies. One for the heir, Prince William, and then another advanced copy, a spare for the spare. Is this funny to anyone else? Is this, am I being funny here? Or you guys get that this is a joke, right? Should I just end it, should I just end it here or should I keep going? You guys get it, right? It's funny, right? All right. Everyone's still asleep, you know. Jeez. I have a very important announcement to make it row today. Prince Harry, Prince William, will you be at row today? What about Scott Stallings? Is, has anyone, he found his master's invitation? Fantastic. Now I have a very important announcement to make. Uh, Prince William, the spag, get over here. I, we have two advanced copies. Now I just want to not let you all know we have two advanced copies of Harry's new book. We have one for the uh, Prince William. And then we, we're, we have a second copy as a spare. And we'll give that one to Ari. There you go, Ari. The spare. The spare of your book, The Spare. Are you guys sure it's... Should I keep going? I mean, it's, we're kind of off to a rough start here. You guys sure? I could end class right now. We can all just go home early. Because it doesn't look like anyone's really into this lesson today. Keep going. Are you sure? I can let class out. Everyone gets attendance points. You want to leave? Have freaking one in the back you can leave if you want to but guys class just started i'm trying here it's thursday morning keep going all right i'll try Let's see where was i the newspaper said it obtained an advanced copy of the book spare due to be published next week it said harry recounts a 2019 argument at his kensington palace home in which he says william called harry's wife the former actress Meghan markle difficult rude and abrasive Harry claims that's just, she's American. You know, that's how Americans are. Harry claims William grabbed his brother by the collar and ripped his necklace before knocking him down, the newspaper said. I landed on the dog bowl. I landed on the dog's bowl, which cracked under my back. The piece is cutting into me. The book is quoted as saying, I lay there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. Get out. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, pr hey, hey, you might be the heir, but I'm the spare. No one treats me like that. Now get the hell out of here. Uh, Prince, 
Uh, Prince William, you might be the heir, but I'm the spare. No one treats me like this. I'm going to cut my back on the dog bowl. I cut my back on the dog's bowl. I was dazed for a minute. Get out. Harry says... Harry says he landed scrapes and bruises, or he had scrapes and bruises, as a result of the tussle. William later apologized, the extract says. Separately, celebrity website Page Six reported that the book alleges William and his now wife, Kate, encouraged Harry to wear a Nazi uniform to a costume party in 2005. Harry has repeatedly apologized and called the decision one of the biggest mistakes. I remember that. I remember thinking, what's the big deal? And no, I'm not a Nazi thimpist. It's like... In Harry's mind, what's the most the scariest costume is a Halloween party, not just some costume party. What's the scariest costume? You come Nazis, right? Okay, everyone, it's freaking simmer down, class. What's the scariest outfit I could come up with? And like, yeah, 2005. How old would he have been? Uh, what, twenty something? So, like, come on, you guys. Like, who cares about that? Like, he made a mistake, but he what he's saying is, like, Kate and William encouraged him to do that. And to, to, yeah, it's a bad idea. What if I just go up as a dragon? Or what if I just, the, a dragon on Wales, the Welsh flag. The Welsh flag has a dragon on it, does it not? I'll just go up as a Welsh flag. I'll go as a dragon. He's a Nazi instead. Okay. Are you sure, Prince? <laughs> William and Kate, are you sure? Okay, I'll go up as a Nazi. Well, that was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Crikey. <clears throat> Should not have used that spare Nazi as a spare. Hey, does everyone want to go home? Everyone just wants to go home? Okay. Is everyone here just kind of quote-unquote over it right now? The whole podcast? Has everyone done just uh, beating their dreams to death? This Thursday morning on this freaking January 5th, Thursday morning, same. Same. Ah, the spare. Well, where he's coming from there, it's like you guys are supposed to be looking out for me sometimes. You guys are encouraging me to do that stupid Nazi thing. And now it's not, I can't blame it on William and Kate because it wasn't their decision. You know, they didn't do it. It was me that did it. But I did it like thinking like, are you guys sure this is kind of a dumb, like, you know, scariest thing. Okay, I know it's stupid. Now I have to defend it once everyone's like, oh my gosh, look at what he's wearing. He has to go and defend it, and William and Kate are just sitting there freaking giggling and snake like that. What an idiot. He, the spare, the spare wore a freaking Nazi outfit to a Halloween costume. And that's probably how it feels. Being younger and stuff and easily influenced like that with royalty. And then it's just like, you know what? I'm going to Megan, I'm going to marry Megan. We're going to quit the royal duties, and I'm going to go to California. And I'm going to become an actor. A famous actor out there in Hollywood. All right, this is all it. That's enough then. That's enough, lads. Uh, wrap it up. Let's get on with it. All right, lads, let's get on with it. I'm going to go to clear out. Let's get on with it. I'm going to go to California. In Hollywood, in the Hollywood Hills of California. You guys done? Are we done with this? The class is over. I'll keep reading. I'll try and keep reading. Neither Buckingham Palaces, which represents King Charles III, nor Williams Kensington Palace office has commented on the claims. The book, scheduled to be released Tuesday, is that, well, next Tuesday, is the latest in a string of public revelations and acute accusations by Harry and Meghan that have shaken Britain's world. I might buy, you know, I might read that. 
I married to Windsor Castle in 2018, quit royal duties two years later. Uh, biracial, lack of support from the palace. It's a six-part Netflix documentary. Uh, interview with Oprah Winfrey. Uh, UK media estrangement from the royal family. Harry claimed William screamed at him during a family meeting, accused the palace officials of lying to protect his older brother, who is now heir to the throne. Meghan talked about wanting to... Harry has recorded interviews with British broadcaster ITV and CBS United States to promote the book. Both are due to broadcast Sunday. In snippets released in advance, Harry told that the royal household had cast him and Meghan as villains and shown absolutely no willingness to reconcile. He told CBS that the palace's refusal to defend him from attacks was a betrayal. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I would say so. Um... The book also explains the reason for its title, The Guardian. For its title, The Guardian. Wait, I thought it was called The Air. I thought this was called The Air. Uh, am I... No, I'm, no, I'm confused. Yeah, freaking now I'm done with class. The, the book also explains the reason for its title. Oh, The Guardian said. As in The Guardian newspaper. Get back and sit back down, class. <clears throat> I'm back into normal. I know where we are now. It said, Harry recounts the alleged words of his father to his mother, Princess Diana, on the day of his birth. Wonderful. Now you've given me an heir and a spare. My work is... <clears throat> wonderful. Now you've given me an heir and a spare. My work is done. Claimed, proclaimed the future King Charles III. Regarding his spare child, his spare son, Eddie. While William was destined from birth to be... Is this... Am I done with this first segment yet? Pretty much. While William was destined from birth to be king, Harry, who is fifth in line to the throne, finds brother and William three children have often appeared to struggle with more ambitious role of spare. He spent a decade in the British Army, years he described as the happiest before taking up full-time royal duties in 2015. Oh, well... Like, I remember that. I thought it would suck and ended up being the happiest time of my life. Yeah, please tell me all I'm going to do is get through one headline today. And that's the one. It's Thursday, January 5th. I'm freaking depressed, so foul mood. I look at some pigeons landing on my face right in the morning, first thing. Why not? I think I'm a freaking... They think I'm an ugly dead tree, a droopy old sad dead tree. And they're like, let's land on that thing. Uh, excuse me, guys, that's my face. Could you, would you mind not putting your freaking dirty ass pigeon feet and claws on my face, please? I don't like that. Especially when you just freaking crash into it like you did yesterday, right? <laughs> freaking bird lands on my face, man. So there's some, sometimes lately there's things that happen. I mean, that, that just happened, and I'm like, was, is this real? Like, this is really freaking happening. I'm freaking out before I go to the freaking emergency room over here. I'm freaking out like I'm going to die. Like, yeah, man. And guess how old you are, too. It's like, jeez. Like, I expect a child tack like this, but not a freaking grown-ass, retired-aged, gray-haired old man. But that's what, I, you know, that's how I'm behaving lately. Is just like, wow, okay, birds are landing on my face. That never happened before in my life, ever. I couldn't now. Like, birds would sometimes hop kind of close. And I always kind of take that as a sign. Like, oh, right. Things are going to turn around and get better. I once saw a parakeet. Like, kind of hopping towards me. And I was like, hey, this is kind of a tropical bird out here. I was in Utah. 
like this, you know, someone's pet starts hopping towards me and everything did kind of turn around after that, believe it or not. I remember getting close to it and I was like reaching out and I was like, I'm going to pet this bird that's just out here. Flew, flew away. I didn't. I'm not going to pet some stray bird myself, but I was getting close to it and uh, things turn around shortly after. Nowadays, it's like, no, nah, just a freaking dirty old pigeon lands on my face. The crash lands into my face, mind you. Just like, boom. It's so startling and it happened so fast. I didn't know what I didn't know what had happened, but it's like okay, I just got hit in the face with my pigeon. It's freaking dirty feet and claws, scratched the crap out of my face. This, this, who's who's who does this book belong to? Belong to called Spare. We seem to have a spare. Ah, Harry, here's your spare book. <clears throat> a spare. Have you seen your older brother, the heir, around? Prince William? Where's the heir? The spare. Just that old guy who keeps freaking beating at home, making sure that you know that you're the spare. And he's just, that's how he was raised. That's how he was raised. And his dad's dad. And his dad's dad's dad. And his dad's dad. It's always, that's how it's always been. That's what we called my little brother, the spare. Now, hell hath no fury, you know, like a woman's scorn. Keep reading. I don't want to keep reading today. I keep reading, he says. I don't want to read anymore. <clears throat> I'm done. Class is over. Just all depressed now. Um, asked by ITV's Tom Bradby whether he will play a part in the British monarchy's future, Harry said, I don't know. Well, you will when it turns into World War III. I can promise you that. Eight found federally shot in Utah home, including five children. This is what I'm talking about. Utah is not safe. Do not go there. <clears throat> it's weird over there. People, I'm telling you, man. They're trying to kill you in your sleep over there in Utah. Salt Lake City, AP. Eight family members, five of them children, were found dead from gunshot wounds in a southern Utah home Wednesday, according to authorities who did not provide more details or potential motive for the killings. Excuse me. One second, please. Pardon me. Trying to warn people. I'm trying to tell them that Utah is not safe. And what happens? A family, uh, Salt Lake City AP. A family members, five of them children, were found dead from gunshot wounds in a southern Utah home Wednesday, according to authorities who did not provide more details or potential motive for the killings. The victims were found when police did a welfare check at the residence, according to a statement by city officials in Enoch, a small town of about 8,000 people located 245 miles or 394 kilometers south of Salt Lake City. Police said they did not detect any threat to the public. Enoch City Manager Rob Dotson said the community was sent reeling by news of the eight bodies and that the deceased, all members of one family, were well known in the southern Utah town. Many of us have served with them in church in the community and gone to school with these individuals, Dotson said in a video statement. Wednesday, this community at this time is hurting they're feeling loss, they're feeling pain, and they're ha they have a lot of questions. Dotson added, noting that officials plan on releasing more information as it becomes available and the police investigation progresses. We don't know the mindsets, the thoughts of the individuals who experienced this tragedy, but we can all pray that their families and the neighbors and all will come to an understanding of what happened at this in this place, probably in a day or two or maybe longer, said Dotson, choking up at one point. I saw that interview um, randomly, and I said, man, he's really hurt here. <laughs> like, that... That, um, 
whether it's a public information or whatever. Either way, he's relaying information to the public by communicating, you know, medium camera and video. And you can see it. You can feel the emotion sometimes when he, and you could tell he's not. He's trying to be professional. He's on TV. I don't think he's afraid of crying. I think it's more of, of being a, being professional and, and keeping it together professionally. Um, but still the emotion leaked through and I was like, man, that, that guy's hurting from this one. Like, cause he doesn't have any answers and it's probably a brutal scene in there. And he's probably just like, why? He's probably just asking himself why. And, <clears throat> you know, next couple days if they come out with something, but there's something not good in Utah. And I don't know what it is, if it's the weather or some sort of whatever it, they're doing over there with some frequencies and microwaves and I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, people want answers and it's just not there. Choking up. I, I did see it randomly. Yeah, it's on the news. Well, for checks based on calls to the police department, like the one that led them to the residence where the bodies were found, are routine when individuals are not seen for extended periods of time. Um, wow. The five children attended schools in the Iron County District. Uh, officials said in a letter sent to parents, Enoch of off Interstate 5 in rural Utah, just north of the city, Cedar City, okay. And about 80 miles west of Bryce Canyon had major flooding in 2021. Wow. Wow, that's tough. That's a tough gig. Where are we at here? Uh, second segment almost, huh? Oh, full show of me complaining. Seoul, Kim's daughter, reveal hints at prolonged family rule. Seoul, South Korea, AP. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's disclosure of his daughter in recent public events was likely an attempt to show his people that one of his children would one day inherit his power in what would be the country's third hereditary power transfer. South Korea's spy service told lawmakers Thursday. Kim publicly took his daughter to three events in the past few months, a missile launch site, a photo session with weapons scientists, and a touring of a missile facility. State media called her Kim's most beloved child, sparking outside debate over whether she's being groomed as his heir apparent, though she's believed to be around 9 or 10 years old. In a closed-door parliamentary committee meeting, the National Intelligence Service said it assessed that the taking is dodged to public places. Kim aims to show North Koreans his resolve to hold another round of hereditary power transition. Usain Bum, one of the lawmakers who attended the private NIS briefing, told reporters. Interesting. South Korean media have said that Kim has three children born in 2010, 2013, 2017, and that the first child is a son, while the third is a daughter. Uh, in its earliest assessment, earlier after the daughter's first disclosure in November, told lawmakers that she is Kim's second child named Zhu about 10 years old. Um, told lawmakers at the time that her unveiling at the missile launch site appeared to reflect Kim's intent to protect the security of North Korea's future generations. Oh, very symbolic, huh? Yeah. Jue apparently is Kim's who retired NBA star saw during his trip. Oh, in 2013. After that Pyongyang relaxing time by the sea. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And uh, how much time do I have in this? Oh, just enough, to, just a minute left. I remember that Dennis Rodman interview on CNN because he was so drunk and sloppy. Said, no, no. You do not know. And he's like, Dennis, I'm asking, I'm asking you a question, man. Hey, don't get mad at me, man. And like, everyone's like, okay, Dennis, calm down. But you can tell Dennis was just totally like, no, no, you don't, we, you know what it's like to, to be me? <laughs> Something, dude. Like, Dennis, I'm asking you a question. 
Oh man, he's, uh, I don't give a rat's ass. What is? I wish I had a computer. I could do. I could clip it for you. But look it up, Dennis freaking Rodman, CNN interview, South Korea, North Korea, Korea. Just type in Korea. Crying out loud. I know that they're distinct countries. I know, but it's getting all tongue tongue tied and all twisted up. Do you guys like the new atmospheric experience or what? The freaking bird squawking and bird land on my face. A spare. Do you have a spare spare? I need a copy of I need a I need a spare. Hey spare, I need a spare of your spare. Hey spare. Do you have a spare of your book spare? Could you spare me a copy? Could you spare me a spare spare? Oh my god. Yeah. If 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 you're gonna Look, I know how shitty it must have been, so that's how that's why I'm making fun of it, but if you're an older brother, don't don't listen to this podcast. If you're hey, if you're Prince Harry's older brother, don't listen to this podcast because I'm giving you way too much ammunition. A hey, spare. I liked your book spare. Do you have a spare spare? Spare. You could throw in a lot. You could. It could still English. It would make sense because you're you're referring to him as spare, like comma spare. So it goes back to him. You can, in English that does make sense. You could say spare about three times, and have it still be like, yeah, technically that should work out. That's it. That is a complete sentence. <clears throat> so don't listen to this podcast if you happen to be the heir. <clears throat> Only listen to it if you're the spare. I was. I, I have older brothers too, so I know what it's like. They'll beat. They'll beat you up. And um, they will. It, it, you can get a jab in every now and then. I bet you they stop probably beating you up when you give them a good one. And they're like, okay, well, he can fight back now. All right, let's leave him alone. He can fight back now. That's usually what ends up happening. And then from there, it's, yeah, it's up to you. I, want, I think my brother actually broke my ribs once. That's no lie. We got a little rowdy. Got a little rowdy. And um, breaking your ribs is, is miserable because every time you sit up, it, um, yeah, you, it hurts. <laughs> it just hurt all the time. And there's nothing, there's no cast, there's no anything you can do, it just hurts. And you just have to go easy on it. But yeah, my ribs are actually kind of weak. I try to drink milk, I'm probably gonna fall at some point. My old, I'll fall right now and break my ribs and probably, yeah, something might happen that way. But, well, you know, we can always hope for the best. <laughs> just hope it happens quick and painless anytime, any, any day now. If we're lucky. Want to keep reading? Ah, alas, the spare. Right. All right. Um, who turns 39 on Monday? Kim Jong-un, who turns 39 on Monday, is a third generation of his family that has successfully ruled North Korea since its 1948 foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoon quoted the NIS as saying, it is not yet found whether Ri Yong-ho was executed. I don't know what, uh, I don't know. Let's move on. Sony unveils prototype electric vehicle Afila to be made with Honda. Las Vegas AP, Sony unveiled a new high-tech prototype car it will produce in partnership with Honda at the CES Tech Show Wednesday. The vehicle, first announced in October, glided out on stage at the CES in Las Vegas, Nevada. It will be called Afila. 
Yasuhide Mizunu, CEO of Sony Honda Mobility, said the company expects to take pre-orders in the first half of 2025 and deliver the first cars to customers in North America in the spring of 2026. Now, it seems like a long ways away from now, but I can guarantee you... Are we still good on... Oh, yeah. But I can guarantee you... 2026 is going to roll around and I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember reading that story when I was trying to do that podcast. I'll be in prison or something. Who knows? Hopefully not, but... Like, oh, I remember those cars. I remember reading that story back in, what was that, 2023? Yeah, it was in January 2023. I was trying to start the podcast, those Moscow murders. Trying to be too funny and then just get all sloppy. Get drag out that stupid air and the spare joke way too far. Ruin it, basically. Scott Stallings get got old real fast and kept doing that. Pigeon lands on my face. That's still pretty funny, actually. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Um, and those cars, yeah, 2023, I remember that. As safety and security are essential to mobility, we will integrate Sony sensors and the Honda safety along with other intelligent technology. That's a good partnership, Sony and Honda. I'll tell you why. I have Sony headphones, and they're the best they're durable and they're super durable because i've used them i fell and those have fallen a lot those headphones have been through the ringer same with my phone both of them have harder than any other tech device i've ever had i've been homeless with them um they've fallen on the ground like straight sidewalk impact they still work just fine and they're still like high tech too noise canceling I, i love those headphones battery life lasts forever I love those headphones. I love Sony headphones. And their sensors are good. Maybe a little bit, eh, a little buggy here and there. But overall, I'd say the sensors are good. Innovative, nonetheless. It's an innovative company. They're always trying to come up with new stuff. And in order to do that, you have to fail, too. You have to come up with some new stuff that's not so, you know, maybe a little bit too complicated. But usually, it's it's pretty simple. And a lot of the touch, touch stuff is probably going to be integrated in those cars. And I bet you they're going to be good. Probably really safe. Probably good sound, too. I would imagine really good sound in those cars. Um, 50-50 joint venture in March. It unites Honda's know-how in autos with Sony's mad, yeah, imaging network, sensor entertainment expertise. Yeah. Sony has got good headphones. Their sound headphones are premium. Okay, I'm sold on there. And from there to that end, I trust that Sony's, the rest of everything else is pretty good quality. So what do you guys want to do? Just keep reading? Or what? I guess I can't go to Moscow too much, huh? First to take place at one hundred twelve plants in the U.S. The U.S. was chosen for the launch because electric fields are already popular here. <clears throat> Gray whale calf born in front of a maze crowd off California. Data point California spectators on a Southern California whale watching crews were excited when they spotted gray whale. Then amazed when the giant mammal gave birth right in front of them. It replicated in front of mine eyes. The birth and the first moments of the calf's life were recorded on cell phone and drone video Monday off Dana Point. That's rad. South of Los Angeles. Passengers, those drones are careful with those drones over water, though. <clears throat> You'll lose it. Passengers and crew on a boat operated by Captain Dave's dolphin in a whale safari spotted blood in the water and initially worried that 35 foot or 10.6 meter gray whale might be injured. The boat's captain, Gary Brighouse said when everyone realized they were witnessing a birth, the mood turned celebratory. It went from it went it went from horror to pure joy and astonishment. 
Brighouse told the Orange County Register, it moved me to my core. He probably doesn't talk like that. He probably said, it went from horror to pure joy and astonishment. It moved me to my core. The video shows the mother and baby frolicking around and under the 24-foot, 7.3-meter boat and breaching the surface of the water. See, I can do English and I can do American. I can do English and I can do American. Spec just Spectator Stacy Fox, who shot images of the birth from another Captain Dave's boat, said she was screaming with excitement. It's once-in-a-lifetime type stuff, she said. Well, it's not uncommon for gray whales to give birth along their winter journey from feeding grounds near Alaska to warm waters off Mexico. It's really photographed. As far as I know, no one has filmed a gray whale giving birth or even seen it before. Dave Anderson, the owner of Captain Dave's, <clears throat> shout out to Captain Dave. As far as I know, I got some video that's as good as gold. Who wants it? Who wants to buy it? One million dollars. You guys still here? Are you sure you guys don't want to go home yet? You're sure? There's not much left of class. You can just skip out early if you want. All right. Family says missing rapper Theophilus London found safe. Los Angeles AP rapper Theophilus London has been found safe after disappearing for months, a relative announced Wednesday night. We have found, we have found Theo. He is safe and well. The rapper's cousin, Mikhail Noel, posted on At this time, the family would love prayers and privacy. Thank you all. Sounds like they're a really nice family. The post in because I even when his they filed the missing persons thing, his dad was like, "We miss you, son. Like, come home. They're like, just please let us know that you, where you are. Like, just like he's like, I love you, son. And I was like, no, that's touching. But even if even if dad didn't wasn't the best dad growing up, for dad to like publish that and just to read that, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should let him know where I am. It's not fair to my dad. And you let him know. The post didn't provide details of where London had been found, where he had been, or why he, had, he hadn't contacted his family, which filed a missing person with Los Angeles. Huh. In July. He just probably, he just gave up, man. I know how that goes. Just like, screw it. Like, just, life's a lie, man. You have um, an identity crisis. And you have an existential crisis. And you combine those two with just a bad, you know? That's it, that's all I have actually, as far as news goes. It's exactly a 30 minute show. That's 30 minutes exactly right there. Well, hey, I mean, I guess I'm getting better at timing it and dragging it out long enough. Um, Wanna drag the murders into this still? Well, there's that story that happened in Utah, which is kind of bizarre to me. Eight people dead and sure, I'm, Sounded like the wife filed divorce and stuff, but I don't know. Sometimes when that happens, stuff like that, it's just like, that's kind of over a divorce. He just kills everyone. Or is that what happened here? Or what's going on? How are they killed? And I don't know. I just hope no one's killed in their sleep anymore. Cause that's what freaks me out. Cause you, you have no control over that. You're off in la la la, you're dreaming your life away. You're an alley cat dreaming your life away. I just hope no one gets killed in their sleep. On the air and the spare, it's not funny anymore. I know I'm going to keep doing it. So get ready for that. Um, I'm out here in the fort and we're doing the atmospheric recording still. I could use some more dense material over overhead, I've realized. So 
I'll try and be figuring out a way to, how to do that today. That'll probably help the sound immensely, along with another oh, some material over there. That would get rid of that would definitely get rid of those bird sounds that you hear in the back. It also protect my head from birds. Period. From the physical attack. From physical bird attacks. Attacks. Physical bird attacks. That's what I said. <laughs> and this is what happens when you don't pay the bird tax. Boof. No, I'm not kidding. There was a bird that landed on my face. It was a pigeon that just like you can hear it. Fast forward. It's like 28 minutes and 30 seconds or something. I think. And it lands on my face and like hits me with its wing. Shut up. Shut up, you stupid. Freaking, oh, there's that pod, there's that famous podcast host everyone's talking about, Bling Vieira. Outside in his soon to be, it's going to be a soundproof little studio in here. So that's it, that's the goal. Um, but it's going to be outside. So you still kind of have, you don't get all claustrophobic and you still kind of have, I don't know, it's, not like a window, but no. The atmospheric, it, it, can, it comes in. It comes in, whether you hear it or not, it's there. So I think it's important to have. But you need to have dampening, you know, anyway. Dampen the freaking walls. Freaking plaster the wall. Get some freaking plaster on this wall. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I mean, the more I think about it with the, with the Moscow murders, the more I'm thinking, like, yeah, they probably got that guy, and it would probably did do that much damage basically just working alone what the relationship is is really important with the other students that he killed the victims his relationship with the victims is important and pertinent uh to go speculate anymore i think again he probably got caught stalking him and i also think again that there's a very very high likelihood of some kind of interaction that he had with them whether it's just on the street at the store at the gas station like getting pizza or, or something to where um, he put these students to a test, like tested them, their, their, their social interaction, their, their, their likability or um, their etiquette, something like that. They're just social intelligence. And maybe they all failed and the ones downstairs didn't or it was just, it was too... Um, inconvenient to do the ones downstairs and so they just yeah luckily but the the ones downstairs could have been just a different group of people that wasn't into partying and wasn't into just quiet more quiet and didn't know anything they just kept stayed downstairs a lot so who knows man but if he was been watching them which I, I i imagine wasn't just random so he probably was just watching them for some reason yeah maybe just um the least imposing ones like ones who can't fight back really compared to him so like the smallest ones maybe um that's what made them a target um i mean ethan didn't look like a total like you know football jock so he might have been like okay yeah i don't know but he probably targeted i imagine he targeted the girls if not it's not a crime of passion. It was probably for the ease, the physical ease of doing it, of killing them, of murdering them, of um, them not fighting back. He probably chose those girls for that reason, for that purpose, unfortunately, I would say. Uh, if there's no connection, if there's no relationship, that's probably how he, yeah. Now, I doubt that there's some, I doubt that there's a deep connection or a deep relationship other than like, oh yeah, we 
delivered food one day to his house or something. And that was it. That's like just wrong place, wrong time. Speaked his interest. But it's probably just driving around, saw some smaller student, female student, a smaller female student, but compared to him, and thought, okay, yeah, here's one. And then saw a roommate, was like, here's two, and then here's three. And then he probably didn't, I said this before in the past, he, I probably didn't anticipate Ethan spending the night that night, but he was there, and but I bet you he didn't anticipate. I think that was kind of a wild card. And that might have been where he got sloppy, where they found, uh, where he did fight back enough to where leaving DNA evidence. He did say there was proof of um, trying to defend themselves, defense wounds, right? So um, if it's not a crime of passion, which didn't sound like it was, um, the only person's, Kaylee said that she had stalkers previously. Um, so that's interesting, but if there's no, no other relationship, I would, I would reckon, I would reckon, I would probably go to the, the, the way, the reason why he targeted those girls is because they're much, much smaller than he is. Um, meaning they're not going to fight back and they'd be easier to kill. Like it, as, as, as morbid as that sounds. And as, as just gross as it is to even say it out loud, <clears throat> yeah, it's like, ah, I can't believe I just said that. It's disgusting. I, I can't think that way. And um, I think this... I, I've learned a lot over the course of being homeless and life, but a lot during being homeless. And, like, biology is very... Um, I've, I've tried to be more mature about it to where I can say things that I'm just like, okay, like emotionless. I can't, I'm kind of like that officer earlier. Like it, it's like, I, I can detach myself. I can say these things that are disgusting just for the sake of you know, com- for communication purposes. And then when I say them out loud, I'm like, I don't want to say that again. Let's try and, is there a way I can say something besides that? Um, and I try and think of it like, well, how would you talk about it if it, like, it was an animal? I like, can't talk about like an animal. Um, like dispatch their prey. I like, can't say that. And like, it's just sad, man. Like, if that's the case, because I'm trying to think of it like just limited information and data that I have and just kind of going off of like the type of person that would do this. Uh, based on the way that he's communicated to the world and the way this whole thing is communicated, what they've communicated to the world, in my opinion. So there's not, you know, again, I'm not some kind of clairvoyant, but he, th- there's no way that he didn't plan this if he did, in fact, do it and did, did it alone, mainly. Like, this was a big project, you know, for him, a big school project, pretty much. And... It's pretty. It's pretty sad. That's all. And just to know that. Yeah, it's not how you. It's not how cute you are. It's nothing like that. It's just yeah. Maybe how. Tall or short you are, or. Heavier light or just whatever, male or female. I don't think it. It's just too bad. That, yeah. It's, it's, it's in your sleep and stuff and uh, it's terrible but it sounds like they weren't wasting their time here and 
I, I, if there's nothing that comes out of it here in the near future, that's what I would bet would happen. I still think that the knife is either just kind of flung off to the side, but more inclined to think now it's just kind of stuck under some loose dirt, stabbed into some dirt, and then kind of like tweaked down. So it's like into the ground or into underneath some sidewalk somewhere, something. You guys know what I'm talking about. When you can stab a knife in the ground and then kind of, if it's a fixed blade, yeah, you can step on that thing. And then just kind of uh, underneath something, no one's going to look. <clears throat> Where that is, a rock, pipe, I don't know. Creek somewhere, some rocks, bricks. I, I, don't, I don't know, I haven't been to that area. This guy is just trying to kill people just for the sake of understanding murder. Then he probably targeted these girls for their size. And that, yeah, as gross as that is, that's kind of what happened. Um, if there's no relationship, right? So, anyways, tell all your friends. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. Oh, get the dog. Coffee is the nectar of the gods. And I have it. And I have two cups of it. Uh, ooh, yes, I do. I got to... Okay, so... To my fans and listeners tuning in at this listening this long, yeah, there's some families being murdered in Salt Lake or in Utah. You know, a whole family of eight. I'm telling you, there's weird stuff, but no one ever wants to... Let's not listen to anything Bling has to say. And then on top of that, look, let's just say I listened... I listened to a couple of those... Um, Moscow Murders episodes, and I was a little disappointed myself. I was trying to be too funny like I do. I probably had a little bit too much to drink. You guys know that. My fans list, you guys know how I get. So we're going to try it again today, except I'm going to try and stay a little bit more focused here. And I'm going to do a news one, then talk about the murders again. I mean, if there's anything if there's anything new to add, there's probably not even anything new to add, really. But we're going to try it anyways, and we'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure you guys already listened to it, so you guys have to be... I'm sure everyone's just so happy. Everyone's just so freaking precious. It's what, Thursday? Wednesday? What day is it today? Thursday? I don't even know freaking know what day it is. Thursday the 5th. That's Thursday the 5th. That's Thursday, January 5th. <clears throat> oh, I remember this a year ago. Yeah, I do. That sucked a year ago. That was a big drop in the markets a year ago on January 5th. I missed it. Yeah, I remember it that well, actually. So much so that my entire future was effed. <laughs> and that's why I'm sleeping back homeless now. On the verge of it, once again. In Arizona, sleeping back homeless. You guys, make sure to tell all your freaking friends. I probably have to log into like my anchor podcasting to get paid again. And I don't know how to do it. I don't have a computer. See, all everything is against me. You see, guys? Everything's against me. I gotta have these Moscow murders go my way. Otherwise, well... If they don't, I mean, all my fans and listeners tuning at home know I don't play games. I don't play. 